Hello, Malcolm here, and welcome to the second class on Hearing the Father's Voice. These classes are for the Thames Valley Churches of Christ to be used in our smaller groups for discussion and learning together. And today we're talking about the topic of submission. Subtitled, How to Find the Will to Do God's Will Even When It Is Not Your Will. Ever been there? I certainly have, in fact, find myself there quite frequently. So in this short series, we're exploring how security in the Father, which we talked a lot about last time. So look at that if you haven't watched this, watched that yet before you do this one. How that security with the Father enables our willing submission to him. Last time we talked about the way in which we hear the Father's voice. And we considered the example of Jesus. And I hope we took inspiration from his ability to hear his Father's voice in passages like Matthew 3 verse 17. This is my Son whom I love. With him I am well pleased. And Mark chapter 9, verse 7. A cloud appeared, covered them. A voice came from the cloud. This is my son, whom I love. Listen to him. Let's talk for a little bit, though, about the trouble with submission. You see, the submission for some people is, well, it is a troubling word. It, it carries connotations for some people of oppression or abuse or even control. Richard Foster, in his book Celebration of Discipline, says this revolutionary submission, which we are called to, revolutionary submission commands us to live in submission to human authority until it becomes destructive. There are lines we shouldn't cross with our submission, but that's about human authority. So demands for submission to oppressive human authority can be destructive, but when God calls us, a Heavenly Father calls us to submit to His will, He invites us into a constructive life. So if you fear submission to God, you're a normal human because we've had difficult experiences with submission in our lives. But don't worry if that's your sense or feeling about the, the topic of submission. Just invest in what we talked about last week about security in the Father. Because security in God's love is the antidote to anxiety over submitting to him. Trying to be submissive to God's will for our lives without security in his love is frankly terrifying. So don't try to do that. But with full assurance of his love for us, it's liberating to live in submission to him because that's how we are designed by him to function and flourish best. So we've got to reckon with our human nature here. As it says in Mark chapter 14, verse 38, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak, as the disciples found out when they got to Gethsemane. And indeed, I'm sure we all agree with the Apostle Paul when he wrote in Romans chapter 12, verse 1, he said we should uh, offer our bodies as living sacrifices. Offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. That's your proper worship. That's all very well and good. But as someone once said, the problem with a living sacrifice is that they, they tend to squirm off the altar. And you and I find ourselves squirming, don't we, from time to time? trying to be theoretically submissive, but finding the reality of it rather challenging. So how do we deal with this? How do we surrender our will to God's plan? Well, to make some sense of the submission, of submission to the will of the Heavenly Father, we take our cue, as always, from Jesus. And he said this in John chapter 6, verse 38, I have come down from heaven not to do my will, but to do the will of the one who sent me. That was his understanding of why he was on this earth and how did he feel about God's will well I would say he delighted in it 
In John chapter 4, verse 34, it says, My food, said Jesus, is to do the will of the one who sent me and to finish his work. That was his food. It was like his breakfast, his lunch, his dinner. It was a banquet. It was something tasty to do God's will, finish his work. That's how he felt about it. Now, just because he delighted in it doesn't mean it was easy for him, though, does it? His prayer in Gethsemane is a poignant example of of submission to God's will in challenging circumstances. That's Matthew chapter 26 and from verse 36 on. And you might want to read that, meditate on it, or perhaps have this open as you talk about this in your family group or whatever group you're, you're discussing this in. We see in Gethsemane that despite the overwhelming weight of impending suffering that's on its way for Jesus, he humbly surrenders himself to the Father's plan for his life, saying, not as I will, but as you will. So his submission here demonstrates the depth of his trust in God's wisdom and divine purpose and of his security in his Father's love, which we talked about last time. Uh, In his book, Leadership or Servanthood, question mark, I'll leave a link in the show notes, Hua Yung writes this, Jesus in life, ministry, and mission lived in the full consciousness of his filial relationship with his father and in the unfailing security of the father's love. And this allowed him to go about life in a calm and cool manner and gave him inner strength and fearlessness in the face of immense challenges and unrelenting opposition. Well put. You might want to look that up. I'll put the the quote in the show notes here. See, it doesn't make any sense to pray the prayer in Matthew chapter 6, verse 10, which we are called to pray by Jesus, that prayer when he says, your will be done. It doesn't make any sense to pray that prayer as part of the Lord's prayer and then to live in opposition to God's will. So how do we align our will with the will of the Father? So I've got four tips for you here, and then you can discuss this in your groups. Firstly, Tip number one, if we're going to find ourselves aligning our will with the Father's will, we've got to be honest with the Father. In Gethsemane, Jesus told his Father he did not want to do his will. He was honest, and we've got to start there. Secondly, pray long enough to process your feelings. In Gethsemane, it took at least three hours for Jesus to get where he needed to be to fulfill God's will. At least three hours, maybe longer. So Be honest and then pray long enough to process your feelings with God. Thirdly, pray the prayer of faith even if you're not feeling it. In Gethsemane, Jesus prayed in Matthew chapter 26 and verse 39, falls with his face to the ground. He prays, my father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me, yet not as I will, but as you will. He had to pray that a lot. Uh, before he got fully there. That's the beginning of the prayer. He has to pray that a second time, perhaps a third. How many, Who knows how many times he actually had to pray that? It was certainly more than once. He prayed a prayer of faith there. He hadn't got to that point yet, but he prayed it anyway. Uh, my friend Charles put it this way once. He said, we need to pray, Father, help me to will your will, even though I don't will it right now. Not right now, I don't, but I want to get there somehow. Can you help me? Father, help me to will your will, even though I don't will it right now. That's a prayer of faith, trusting that God will help us to get there. And fourthly and finally, take the time and take the time for this. You need time. Take the time to refresh your security in the Father, which we talked about in the previous class. 
If you do that, it'll help you. It'll help you to, to live in submission to the Father's will. And it'll make it a lot more appealing than you might think if you take the time to reflect on that. So in our discussion groups, you might want to talk about those tips and also these questions. How do you honestly feel about the idea of living in full submission to the Father's will? Not just what do you think about it, like of course it's a good idea, but how do you feel about it? Secondly, what is it about the example of Jesus which is relevant and attractive to you? You find helpful from what we've talked about today in the scriptures we've talked about or looked at. And if you want to grow in your willing submission to the Father, how will that happen for you? What does that mean for you to grow in that? Now, next time, we're going to go on to look at how Jesus' security in the Father's love and his willing submission to the Father's will made all the difference to his prayer life. We'll talk more about that next time. If you've got any comments on this week's topic, please leave those where we can see them. We learn best when we're learning in community. If you've got any questions about the Bible, send me an email, malcolm at malcolmcox.org. If you'd like a copy of my ebook on spiritual disciplines, you can sign up for my newsletter at the website, malcolmcox.org, and I'll send it to you. If you think of anybody that might benefit from this, please pass the link on, subscribe, uh, do hope and pray that in reflecting on all this and talking about this in our local groups, we will find ourselves more willing to will the Father's will for our lives, even when we struggle to will it. Let's take inspiration from Jesus. Take care and God bless.